Hey guys, this is Jason from Nerd News. If you're digging what we're putting down, I need you to do me a favor and check out Cloud9 Comics. You know, if you're like me and you've got some of that stuff that you just that you just collected because you were collecting the rest and you don't really need it anymore and you'd like to get some quick cash for it, uh, Paul and the guys over there give you a fair price. And that is not just me saying that. I, I have gone to other places. I have tried to sell stuff. And I've never, never got a better price than Paul had given me for a lot of the stuff that I sold to him. So if you're looking to move some of that stuff, give him a call at 314-691-2864. Or you can get in touch with him through email at cloud9comicsandmore at gmail.com. That's cloud, the number nine, comics and more at gmail.com. That's cloud9comics. Always buying, never disappointing. Thank you for tuning in to Entertain the Geeky, your source for nerd news. Hey guys, welcome to Nerd News. This is Jason with you as always. Uh, I am joined tonight by my good friend Jams. Hi, I'm the good friend Jams. <laughs> it is I. <laughs> um, this is actually kind of cool because uh, I don't know uh, if, if, if any of you out there used to listen. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's, un- that's unprecedented. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> but uh, we actually, James used to uh, go to school up at Flow, and yeah. he did the Friday morning show up there. Yeah. And I did. used to come up there and talk about all nerdy stuff yeah. and play cool music, and it was great. Yeah, you were my co-host on the Friday morning frenzy. Yeah. there's. I think there actually is still a Facebook page for that, isn't I there? think so. I haven't taken it, I haven't <laughs> I taken it down yet. We, we don't do that anymore. I so. was very proud of the articles I wrote for that. No, yeah, it was good. Yeah. We, 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 kind of talk about what was going on with the movies and the yeah. comics and stuff. And yeah, it was, it was a fun time. Yeah. Um, but so we had some interesting stuff happen uh, since we talked last. The, the first big thing that just is, is blowing my mind and continues to blow my mind even now as I'm about to talk about it is the Battlefront 2 trailer. Yes. I, I mean, the first thing that just really, really smacks me in the face that's better is local co-op. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's always the ideal that you want to strive for, like for since Mario Kart, since GoldenEye. Like, right. These I are pivotal to, games that yeah, are yeah, very I want important. to do Galactic Conquest with yeah. a buddy. Yeah. I want that to be a thing. Yeah. And, and it looks like Battlefront 2 is finally going to give us uh, some of the things we've been missing from Battlefront yeah. 1 that was you know, just a big part of the old games. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, they got the new single-player story mode that looks really cool. takes place directly after the events of yeah. Jedi. Is, that the, is this the first time a Battlefront game has had a story game or story mode? I mean, so Battlefront, the, the story of Battlefront games has always been the Galactic Conquest, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that was always the premise of the story mode, right. right? You played campaign mode, and it was about going planet to planet, yeah. like conquering the galaxy for the Empire or Rebellion. You are fighting the Star War. Yeah. Welcome. Yes. So they've never done, like, a, a narrative-driven story. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, a, like I said, the conquest-driven story, but it's really just, you've conquered Coruscant, move on to Kashyyyk? <laughs> okay. Such great character development. I know, right? Um, but yeah, this one's going to have uh, a narrative and focus on a, a woman yeah. uh, who is, uh, looks like an officer of some kind in the Empire yeah. after Return of the Jedi. So when the Emperor is dead, the, the rest of the Imperials start getting news of this, and uh, we're going to follow her journey as this yeah. galaxy's fallen apart around her. Yeah, she looks awesome. I'm very excited to see where this character goes. I know there's there's definitely uh, there's definitely some things that are really really good right off the bat, but the multiplayer looks like they've overhauled that as well. The multiplayer, the the options for multiplayer are, yeah. are astounding. Especially the you can play heroes versus villains. Like you don't have to worry about you can't you don't have to be a foot soldier. You can just be Luke versus Darth Maul, and that right. would be happy. And that's your match. And that's so dope. Yeah. And then the the 
the, the real big thing about that, because there was a mode in the first Battlefront that had heroes in it, but it was uh, it was kind of like a King of the Hill type thing, where one person on the map would be an iconic hero, whether it was a dark right. side hero or a light side hero. Yeah. So it was you know either Luke, Han, or Leia, or on the other side it was Boba Fett, the Emperor, or Vader. Right. And you had to... Be, so it was basically one hero versus everybody else, and the person who, lent, who dealt the killing blow to the hero got to be the next hero. Right. And it was about who could stay the hero the longest, which right. is who could get the most kills with the hero. A very weird hero dichotomy. It is. It is a very strange way to do that, but it did provide some interesting fun being able to play as Luke and, and yeah, sure. Darth Vader yeah. and the Emperor and stuff. So it'll be interesting to have a, a mode in the game where that's just your choice from the get-go. Right. Um, uh, I'm going to be Rey. That's <laughs> what I'm going to do. Yeah. And it's great. I can't wait. Um, I really, really, really think that, that they've listened, that EA and and Lucas Arts, they have listened to the criticisms that fans had of the first game. Yeah, and, I mean, and fixed the problems. <laughs> yeah, all they've had to do for years is just listen to Star Wars fans. Yeah, oh yeah, that's it's a never-ending pool of, of information. Well, I, and and that's that's what I dig about Disney, right? It seems like they they are taking a more fan-oriented uh, role to how they develop things. What do the fans want? Yeah, and we're going to release this thing and see what they think about it. And if they don't like it, we'll make it better. Right, right. So, you know, we got Rogue One, and, and that was just a taste of what they could do with a, uh, a story that's not about a Skywalker. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. Every, and now I want to see more. Every movie they make where it has, like, not so great of a, like, a, re- a reception yeah. is just a seed that's been planted for something they're going to do much better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I it's... cannot wait. I, huh. This is just, just talking about it. It's got me all, got <laughs> me all flustered, but we yeah. got to move on. We're going to talk about some other stuff. Um, uh, so this week in comics, Marvel dropped its legacy one shot, yeah. um, which I got to say, I, I've not really been too excited about what Marvel's been doing recently. I mean, I've talked about my feelings of Secret Empire on the show and, yeah. and how I felt it all ended very terribly. But uh, I got to say, I was really, really impressed by this one shot. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, right from the get go, when they were talking about doing this Marvel legacy, they were teasing this idea of. 10,000 BC Avengers. Yeah, which we, we said sounds dumb. Yeah, it just it it's sounded silly. Like, right? a, like a gimmick, like a 90s gimmick. Yeah, and so I, 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 I was skeptical. And the prologue of this one shot, and we are going to get into some spoilery territory here mm-hmm. about, uh, about Marvel Legacy one shot and then Dark Knight's Metal here in a little bit. So yeah. if you haven't caught up, go catch up and then come back to us. Um, but it starts out the prologue with a... Um, you know, a, kind of a look into the 10,000 BC Avengers. Right, and, straight to the point. Right, and right off the bat, again, I'm skeptical, but then I started realizing who these people were and that they really, really took their time to find the right people that would have been alive or been a part of the world in right. 10,000 BC. Uh, so the first one's Odin, which, I yeah, mean, yeah, 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 they, they lived for millions of years. Yeah, they're, good, they're good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fair, fair point, point, point Marvel. Um, and he's wielding Mjolnir, but yeah. apparently Mjolnir like doesn't like him. And <laughs> That's fantastic. It doesn't come back to his hand when he goes to recall so it. So it. it's it's a Knight Rider situation. Yeah, it's a fickle hammer. Oh, <laughs> welcome. To, uh, this is my my new uh, my new tap. Odin's fickle hammer. <laughs> That's it's great. We should yeah. pitch that to Marvel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no, so so right off the bat, that was I was like, okay, that makes sense, right? An Asgardian is here. That's that's fine. Yeah. And then the Phoenix comes in. Yes. Like, uh, and and again, you know, again, point. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're not calling. They're not calling out like, "Oh, hey, Phoenix, how are you doing?" Yeah. You know, it's the Phoenix because she's on fire. Yeah, <laughs> she's flying. and she's also on fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right off the bat, the first two they introduced me to, you know, I was I was in. I was like, yeah. "Okay, great. I'm, yeah. I'm excited about you, this." You thought about this, okay? And then some other characters come in, and some you can recognize very easily. One is a Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, he's got the you know he's got the skin of a black panther yeah. around him. He's he's wearing the panther thing on his head. He's got the he's he's adorning the mantle. Yeah, yeah. So clearly, the Wakandans have existed for much longer than we've ever, ever yeah. thought, um, which is is great. Um, and then you see someone who has glowing hands, and you realize it's an Iron Fist. Yeah, which is another thing that makes perfect sense why there would be an Iron Fist in the world. Building. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a gift. It's it's great. And then uh, one. Uh, a man comes out of the background that is clearly a caveman, right? Like he is a Australopithecus, very <laughs> early caveman, yeah. and he's the star brand. Yeah. Um, and if you're unfamiliar with the star brand out there, uh, I urge you to check out Jonathan Hickman's Avengers and New Avengers runs that led up to an event called Infinity that he did. Uh, every piece of that book is building toward the event, and it actually is really, really well done and well thought out. But basically, the star brand is a is an entity from the far reaches of space that basically lies in wait for a uh, uh, you know a host to come along and, and, and notice it yeah right? so clearly that's what happened to this caveman maybe he stopped to you know take a poop and all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. he touched the star brand and now he's the star brand now he's the star brand. <laughs> but this does not give him cognitive abilities on par with the others right he can't speak English he kind of speaks in grunts yeah which the iron fist promptly translates for yeah. some reason. I mean, fists are the the, the Tower of Babel of the body, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um, and then, so the, 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 so then you find then you 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 see the final member, and he's he's got like a glowing thing going on around his head, yeah. and he's he's sitting next to a dead mastodon, and uh, the 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 Avengers are kind of arguing about who killed this big celestial that they're fighting, right? And which is which is clearly a solid steel, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean it's giant. Yeah, right? it is a celestial. It's not. Being. It's not a, gen, a general giant. Oh no, yeah, it is a celestial. Yeah. Um, and this this kind of glowy head guy, you know, he says uh, he says the, the the giant will be mine or was felled by me. Yeah. He will feel my vengeance for what he has taken from me. And so through the context clues of he's he's very upset about his dead mastodon. His head is glowing. He mentions the word vengeance. He's a ghost rider. Mm-hmm. And that was just, can you imagine a ghostwriter writing Mastodon? Like, what? <laughs> you don't have to if you read this book. I, I guess. I mean, it's, it, it, it blew my mind yeah. understanding who these people were and finally getting to getting to see the whole group of them together. And yeah. they're going to they go finish the Celestial. I mean, now that you say that, like, after seeing, like, the ghostwriter riding a horse, why don't we just spend 10, like, 10, 20 years just finding other animals that he could be sure. the, the reader, the, sure. the writer of. Why, why couldn't he be riding like a Tyrannosaurus? Oh, God. Right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I mean, and, 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 and so what you understand about these, these people is the big old eagle. Yeah, right? <laughs> these are entities that are eternal. These are entities that, that are nothing without their host. So as long as there was intelligent life, they would exist. A Sorcerer Supreme, right. an Iron Fist, a Ghost Rider. Um, so, you know, you pointed out when we were talking about it that, that it seems like they took the time to really think about who these characters should be. Right. They didn't just say, these are what our characters for the story is important. This is for the story, what these characters should be to fit into the story. They didn't do it that way. They said, these are characters that 
earned this mantle and can allow the story to make sense and blossom. Yeah, I mean, it's it it, it means what it shows you is is exactly what it's titled that there is a legacy to the Marvel universe that we yeah. we've only begun to scratch the surface of. Which is um, crazy to think about. Yeah, and it's it's very much akin to the DC Rebirth one shot that yeah. led into the whole DC Rebirth thing, and we've talked about that on the show before, um, where it kind of sets up a lot of things, but like the DC Rebirth one shot, it still has a cohesive narrative that it kind of you know builds back to in the end, and it all has to do with this fallen celestial and that it's been sleeping on Earth and it's going to be yeah. awoke. Um, uh, very it, cranky. Yeah, it gets woke by archaeologists that accidentally kind of stumble across it because that's always goddamn archaeologists. You have, you have one job and you always do the opposite job. I don't know. They're always stumbling upon stuff they shouldn't be looking at. <laughs> um, but there's definitely uh, uh, you know a, a, a build up for you know a lot of big stories that are going to come out of this dealing with the 10,000 yeah. BC Avengers dealing with. You know what's going on with the current Ghost Rider who gets in a fight with Starbrand, yeah. the current Starbrand during the during the one shot, um, and this all builds to a big big reveal. Well, a couple of big reveals actually. Mm-hmm. And again, this is very spoilery. If you don't want to know, stop listening. Yeah, because uh, this gets into the real bread and butter of what the spoiler things are. Don't even torture yourself. Just just you, you think like, oh, I can keep listening and it'll be fine, but it won't. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it builds to this big crescendo, um, and we find out through uh, you know some things that are going on in the one shot that our our old friend Logan is back. The Wolverine That's, walks free of his prison again. That might be the most surprising so far because I really thought it would take them a lot, a few more years to See, bring him back. I'm gonna be honest. I thought they wouldn't even keep him dead as long as they did. It's been I was, three I years was so proud that they kept them kept him as long as he did. I agree, but yeah. I thought it would be a year tops. Yeah. I thought by the time Logan hit theaters, we'd have Wolverine again. Yeah, that was the that, that was seemed, the fear, right? Yeah, that just seemed. But we have Old Man Logan in the universe, right. and that's pretty much what they were doing with the yeah. film anyway. So it, it seems like they they had a plan and they, they yeah. stuck to it, right? But they brought him back, and he, uh, he drives a beer truck. He drives it. He's been back long enough to get a job as a truck driver driving beer. The, the the truck just says beer, the big old yep. thing. Because, you know, they can't use logos or anything. They can't put Anheuser-Busch on the yeah. side of it, so they, they got to say beer. Beer. You know, so, <laughs> you know, he, he he ends up running afoul of a frost giant that's on Earth for some mission for Loki to retrieve something. Uh, he kills it naturally because he's Wolverine, and, mm-hmm. and you know. And then he proceeds to crack a beer and find out what this thing was stealing for Loki. Uh, it turns out to be an Infinity Stone. Mm-hmm. Of course. And if, if we're to believe that the colors in the comics still match with what they've always been, he's right. got the blue one, which is the soul stone. Hmm. So what could that mean? I don't know. I mean, and it's not like he sought it out, right? Like, he, right. Just, he just happens to run afoul of this guy, yeah. uh, this frost giant that's carrying it, and he finds it. So there's definitely a, a mystery to what will become of Wolverine yeah. in possession of, a, of the soul stone. And throughout the course of, the, of his appearance, we don't, do we ever see his face? Yeah, they do show his face. Okay. You also see him pop claws at the one point. Gosh, gotcha. the frost giant. Yeah. yeah, after the pop claws, I couldn't, I didn't catch like a, a, yeah. a dead on look because yeah. well, so I thought that might be they might still be hiding something. It's when he's holding the Infinity Stone. That's when you find you see oh, the Infinity Stone right. in his hand. And you finally get a look at his face with yeah. his classic cowboy hat and his white beater on. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, but there's there's good things to come, I think, and I'm I'm very interested to see where Marvel goes with this yeah. and see if it, it works out the same way Rebirth did. Can we mention another spoiler award? Uh, Space Wakanda? Space Wakanda. So we, Wakanda. We, we talked about how clearly the Black Panther and the Wakandans have been around a lot longer than we thought. Yeah. Uh, that's because they're from space, apparently. Uh, I don't I know. Mean, there's, there's a, a landscape shot 
among more, like, a bunch of different landscape shots. And it says throughout three panels and ends on the Wakanda Empire of the Galaxy. Yeah, the, like that. The, the Galactic Empire yeah. of Wakanda. Yeah. Which is, oh, God. Mind-blowing. Yeah. Just mind-blowing. I can't wait. Um, Space Agent Black Panther. So, yeah, hopefully this plays out in the same way DC Rebirth does. We finally, you know, are, are excited to read Marvel books. It's been a while. Yeah. It really has. Um, and over in DC, I mean, they are just not disappointing us with, with Dark Knight's Metal. No. And, um, and we expect a disappointment. I, I mean, I really expect disappointment because it's Scott Snyder. I mean, that's fair. I expected it to be a DC event. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel like a well, DC event. Events in the past few uh, events have always been disappointing, so... I mean, there's... there's yeah, uh, Alright, fair enough. But yeah. That was mostly New 52's <laughs> fault. That's true. That's that's true. Really didn't, uh, it was New 52's fault. Yeah. And and throughout the, the New 52, Batman was phenomenal. That yeah. book never stopped being good. Yeah. It was, Scott Snyder's very good at what he does. Um, the best there is in what he does. And what he does ain't very good. <laughs> no, it's the opposite. <laughs> what he does is really what he does is really great. Um, but so he he's kind of used his new fifty two to build this platform of, of this this story, and we've kind of talked about it before. And again, we're going to get into a little bit of spoilery stuff. Um, but we learned recently some information that we had previously not known of through a couple of one shots that have come out: the Red Death. Um, and the murder machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, since last time we talked about it, that's what's what we've been reading, is a, a Gotham resistance story that's going on through a few different books, and then these one-shots that are about their particular Batman. Right. Um, so what we, what we really have learned is that the dark multiverse is made up of universes that were never supposed to exist. Right. That come into being and live and then die. Because they are reflections of the darkness that comes out of the regular universe. Right. So, you know, what we see out of, like, the murder machine, for example, um, Alfred has been threatened quite a bit over the years, and especially during New 52. I mean, there was moments where he almost died, and Bruce was always there to save him. Well, this is a universe where he didn't save him. When he zigs, this universe zags. Yeah. I mean, when, when a choice, a big choice is made by Batman, a universe comes into existence in the dark multiverse where Batman makes the opposite choice. And I love that whenever this, one of these uh, alternate universes is, is created, it's immediately doomed. Yeah. Oh, it's, they're doomed. They're never going to survive. Yeah. It's, it, I feel like there must be like some kind of radioactive isotope that must live the same kind of life. Sure. Cause it just feels so fantastically formulaic. Yeah. I mean, I, I really dig this idea and, and we, they've, they've kind of talked about teased a little bit that this might have to do with, uh, Elseworlds as well. Really? You, Interesting. Yeah, when you think about the Elseworlds huh. stories, what are they? I mean, they're, they're, they're usually they're pretty dark shots. reflections of real stories, right? So Superman yeah. landing in Russia and becoming the, the, the Superman of Russia and embodying yeah. the, the you know socialist ideology, yeah. uh, or the communist ideology, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, and, and kind of taking that and being a superpower yeah. with that at its back. Um, so these are always kind of dark reflections, right? Mm-hmm. These are always kind of like what-ifs. I feel like not all of them had, like, were, were all of them dark? I can't remember one. Most of them were, Kingdom Come was in that universe. Uh, the, the Batman yeah. story where he became a Green Lantern in Darkest Night was in that universe. I mean, there's also, like, uh, the, the the medieval, not the medieval, the, uh, oh, yeah, well, the, yeah, the, the Justice the, League of the Round Table. Or no, the, um, I'm trying to think, the, the English Batman. Oh, the, uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah, Gotham by Gaslight. I mean, it was a pretty dark take, though, you know. <laughs> Well, it was a pretty dark time. Well, sure, but I mean, that's what that's what I mean, though. These yeah. are these are always Elseworlds stories have always been those stories that have can can dabble in a universe where they don't have to worry about the repercussions. 
And that seems to... And then what happens? We don't ever revisit it again. It dies. Yeah. So there is rumor and thought among fans that the Elseworlds universe is the Dark Multiverse. And if that's that the case, we could have been reading about the Dark Multiverse for 20 years. Yeah. And Scott Snyder's been kind of dodgy of the question, I guess, is probably the best way to... Uh, or dodgy of these comments is kind of the best way to look at it, because he's on Twitter, and Twitter yeah. is a huge thing. It's where the fans are like, oh my god, is this what you're doing? Yeah. You have to tell us. You have to tell us right now. Yeah. And, and he's, he's, so, he's so lovely and chatty, but yeah. he has to keep secrets. Um, so there's, there's definitely... Um, there's definitely a lot to look forward to. Um, we've only begun to scratch the surface of who these these dark Batman are. Yeah, the the, the one shots, the especially the, uh, the the Flash one. What was that? The, the Red Death. The Red Death is is particularly a wonderful option. Yeah, I mean it's 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 phenomenal because we get to see Bruce that wants to steal the Speed Force from Barry. And he, he modifies the Batmobile with part of the cosmic treadmill. So good. And lashes Barry to the hood. Ugh. And basically they rip open the speed force. They, they use him as a key to the door of the speed force. Yeah. And Barry tries to warn him. Barry tells him, like, this is bad. This is going to kill us both. And yeah. Bruce says, I know. But he knows what's going to happen. Yeah. He's banking on that happening. Because what comes out is a version of him and Barry that are one. Yeah. And because Bruce has always been the most dominant personality within the Justice League, yeah. Even though Barry's in there trying to fight his way out, he's not gonna power he's not gonna overpower Bruce. Yeah. Right. So we definitely, uh, like I said, have just barely begun to scratch the surface. Um the 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 murder machine delves into the idea of Alfred being killed and Bruce being so desperate that he creates an artificial intelligence of Alfred that goes nuts and mm-hmm. starts murdering all the villains in Gotham City in an attempt to protect Batman. All the while chanting, "May I help you, sir?" It's I ridiculous. May yeah, I help you, sir. I mean, yeah, oh. that's what it chants as it murders you. It's so good. Um, and Bruce tries to stop it, ends up consuming him and turning him into a robot because it deems that that's the best way to protect him from this. Right, as, as it always is. Right. Um, so this this is just the beginning. I mean, we 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 are we are in month two of what what will be going on till February. Yeah. Right. So we've got a long way to go. We've got a lot more information to find out about, and we will keep you updated on all of that. Absolutely. Um, real quick, want to touch on um, before we get out of here. Real quick, want to touch on the Justice League. Seems like its uh, its reshoots are all getting done. Yes. Yes. And kind of ready to 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 move forward as a movie, and maybe we'll see a trailer. I, I would I would assume sooner rather than later. They really want to reassure their fans that this is going to be okay. Right. I mean, it it really needs to happen soon. Yeah. Like, I mean, the movie comes out November. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so a matter of months, and we haven't seen a trailer since what the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean the Super Bowl. They they showed off some footage at uh, Comic Con early in the year. Right. So after the Super Bowl, but still pretty early on in 2017. I think it was March or yeah. April, something like that. Well, I mean Comic Con that would have been uh, May June. Or, okay. or June, July, I think. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I probably got the dates all mixed up. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. There's yeah. a lot of conventions. There's a lot of conventions. Yeah. But yeah, we haven't seen a full theatrical trailer in a while. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, what people need mm-hmm. to kind of reassure them that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, i got to be honest, I'm, I, I was a little worried. I like Joss Whedon. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you were commenting earlier mm-hmm. about how terrible it would be if we're just seeing two halves yes. of a movie crushed I, together. Yeah, I didn't want to see uh, a world where a producer took, okay, here's as far as we got on the Scott Snyder movie, here's the Joss Whedon movie that we recorded, 
It just we just copy paste and we'll we'll ship it out. Yeah. I want one that's lovingly crafted, that's paid attention to where Joss communicates with with Scott and they're able to uh, collaborate into one movie. Absolutely. I think that would be a collaborative movie rather than a versus movie would be much better. Right. I mean, we definitely know that Zack Snyder has not had any kind of creative control over some of these reshoots. And we're being told that the point of the reshoots was kind of to lighten the tone of the film. Right. I think that's what they're, they're listening to the fans, right? That's what we've always said. You know, you watch Man of Steel, you watch Batman versus Superman. Yeah. They're too dark. Yeah. DC has always been the universe that is brighter. Superman lives there. He's not a brooding guy. Mm-hmm. In fact, the, the, the guy on Supergirl, and if you've watched Supergirl, it's, it, it's phenomenal. I highly recommend that you mm-hmm. do uh, because it just can't be fun. But uh, Tyler Hokum is his name, and he played Superman in season two of Supergirl, and he was fantastic. Yeah. And he should be Superman. Or at the very least, you know, Henry Cavill should look at what this man has yeah. done and understand that Superman is not supposed to be a broody dark guy. That's Bruce's shtick. Yeah. Superman is supposed to be happy. When he saves somebody, he doesn't just fly off. He takes the time to make sure they're okay. Yeah. Are, are, is everything all right? Right, exactly. Like, Locking eyes with you, introducing himself. How are you doing today, old, old right. lady Daniels? Right. I hope this experience hasn't put any of you off flying. Yeah. Statistically speaking, it's still the safest way to travel. I mean, corny, cheesy things. Sh- I love that. Yeah, the shiniest part of Superman is that he has... They always gave him an infinite amount of time or infinite amount of uh, space to learn anything he wants, like, accrue as much etiquette as he wants. Absolutely. And then always be the honest, like, the the, yeah. the Boy Scout. He's the Kansas, you know, yeah. farm boy. He yeah. needs to be nice and... and happy. Forward, yeah. Right. And happy about what he... Like, yes, there's tragedy, and Superman gets sad. I'm not yeah. saying that he's above base human emotion, but when he's saving the day, he loves that. That's what he loves to do. Yeah. He's happy to do it. It's not a burden to him. There was not nearly enough of that in, yeah, in cinematic they, history so far. We need well, to at see least for that. this one. And so I hope what, what Joss Whedon's done with lightening up the movie has brought that idea to the table. Like, why is Superman so dark? Yeah. Superman is supposed to be the, the shining beacon of this universe. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll they'll kind of give us a through the death and resurrection of Superman. Maybe his his mind gets changed. Maybe he comes back a I different mean, person. Uh, I don't know if I'd even like that. Because like, that also feels like a cop-out and not a character growth. But it's something that the fans want. And... Yeah. There's no way we're going to get it that's going to satisfy us. That's true. We, we I are... just want Superman to be happy. <laughs> I don't care if it's hokey. I just, I just want my super son to be happy. I do. I just I really want him to be the guy I know he should be in this universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and and real quick, well, we're going to get into to something when we have a little bit more information, but I just wanted to toss it out there. Uh, Rocksteady is working on mm-hmm. some kind of project. Uh, and if you don't know Rocksteady, they're the Batman Arkham Games developers. <clears throat> and if you've not played the Batman Arkham games, I mean, I, I highly recommend it. It's, go out, check them out. They've got a, a nice little remastered version of the first two for PlayStation 4 and Xbox 360, and then Arkham Knight, which came out yeah. you know, early last year. Um, That's how we met. Yeah. I mean, I was sitting in the living room. I was playing Batman Arkham City, I think. Yeah. And you were like, oh, playing Batman? Can I hang out? Yeah, sure. I don't want. I don't want to be downstairs right now. I'm going to be upstairs. Yeah, we were just we were at my house having a party, and I wasn't in a party in mood, so I was playing a video game. Yeah, it was great. And, <laughs> and look at us now. And here we are, entertaining you with all the goofy, nerdy stuff you love to hear about. <laughs> um, but they were working on a new project, and there is no information yet, so there's really nothing I can I can speculate on. But uh, I will definitely get into it when we have a little bit more information. All we have is a tweet from one of the the game developers, the director. Uh, who says that uh, when they can finally announce what's going on, it's going to blow all their minds. 
Which is the desirable effect yeah, for anything. That's, that's what you want. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but that's going to bring us to the end this week, guys. Uh, if you if you dig what we're doing here, leave us a comment below uh, with the Facebook or the Twitter, wherever you found this uh, this particular stream at. Um, hit us up. Let us know what you want to hear about. If you want to you want to hear us talk about video games more, you want to hear us talk about TV more, movies more, comics more. Just let us know. Um, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/entertainthegeeky and uh, on Twitter at entertaingeeky. And uh, if you're digging nerd news. Um, one of the things uh, I want to let you know is next week we are going to be moving this show to its own channel. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's exciting. We're going to – so wherever you find this ad, and you'll always be able to find it on Facebook and you'll always be able to find it on Twitter, that will never change. But if you listen to it through some kind of podcast reader like iTunes or Google Play, um, you're just going to search a separate heading. So it's not going to be under the Entertain the Geeky banner anymore. It will be just nerd news in and of itself. We've got a new banner. We're going to put it all up. Uh, we're going to get a website that, that is also going to be, uh, you know, where you can find some of our episodes. Um, so, you know, keep that in mind. If you're digging what we're doing, thank you very much for sitting and listening. Uh, and make sure that if you can't find it next week, check Search Nerd News. You'll find it there. Um, so that's going to bring us to the end. Thanks to James for hanging out with me. This was the best. Oh, you're very welcome. Right, he's, he's giving me the eyeballs right now, you guys. Oh, <laughs> I don't need these anymore. Take these squishy eyeballs. <laughs> Um, but it's fun, man. I, we're gonna have to have you on again. Yeah, uh, we'll I have to do Friday morning frenzy. Yeah, it's been it's been good. Well, now that we have our own channel too, we're gonna add some more content. So uh, that's something. If you if you you have any ideas about what you want that content to be or what else you'd like to hear, uh, me and whoever is sitting here with me, whether it be Jams or someone else, uh, prattle on about. Let us know. Um, so we'll see you guys next week, and until then, stay geeky.